five Sundays after Easter, we come back to the Last Supper. In John's account of the Last Supper, the foot washing is the major focus. On Holy Thursday, we talked about the fact that in John's account, Jesus washing the feet of his disciples was not really about the Lord and Master humbling himself in a symbolic act of humiliation. It was rather Jesus' demonstration of mutuality with his disciples, even the one who betrayed and sent him to his death. I have called you friends, Jesus said. Friends wash each other's feet. Friendship is based on reciprocity and equality. Reciprocity, equality, and service. These are the values Jesus lives so that we might know how to reflect God in the world. As I have no doubt said to you many times, decision-making based on the idea of neighborliness is a very subversive idea, even today. Human beings have been preoccupied with hierarchy from the earliest times. In the kingdom of Ur, for instance, 26 or 36 centuries before the birth of Jesus, so many centuries one can't even count, there were clear signs of human hierarchy and certainly of hierarchical gods. Arguably, we seek hierarchy for order. Someone needs to do something about people who insist on being out of order. But as we all know too well, hierarchy leads to power, and power leads to abuse. The idea that the way of God is non-hierarchical, that it is the way of mutual service, is still radically challenging. God is radically challenging, though. In the Acts of the Apostles, Peter is struggling with the idea that the gospel is for everyone, even those he might have considered alien. He dreams in Jaffa that the Holy Spirit is able to enlighten those people he would not have considered good candidates for conversion. The dream tells him to rethink his idea about the way God operates. He finally says, who was I that I could hinder God? Well, we don't any of us think that we're hindering God, I don't think. We believe that we are here because we are representing God furthering God's aims. But we do cling to the idea that we can figure out what will work and what won't work, that we can figure out who needs help and who doesn't, that we can choose to say no to the call of God deep within us. And that is all actually quite a hindrance to God. It isn't just germane to the early Christians. We are hard at it right now in this country Issues of inclusion, of where to put our money, of how to settle conflict, of how to meet the basic needs of everyone living in this country. These are no more settled now than they were in the first century. So when Jesus says, just as I have loved you, you should love one another, he is saying that God will be revealed to the world in the decisions we make about all those things. Today, we begin a monthly celebration of our ministries here at Church of Our Savior with the youth and family team. The ministry of the youth and family team in this church is to prepare our children to reveal God's love to the world for the rest of their lives. Children 
and adolescence are the sign of this congregation's love. The youth and family team helps transform that love from potential to action. Education, service, fellowship, and worship come together as a way of being in the world, as a way of answering the whispering of the spirit in the souls of our children. We baptize them with water and in the spirit. We entrust them to the mysterious movement of God in the world. And when they become children and able to learn because children learn best by imitation and with encouragement, we have a whole team of disciples, Amy and Paige and Cookie and Mark and Dale and Kathy and of course Willie Van Doren, who show them the way every Sunday. Amen. Amen. We, t we will talk about our nursery program and our godly pay program on another Sunday. Today we are celebrating our middle saints and epic youth. Throughout the year, the middle saints help at the food bank. A month or two ago, they bagged 780 pounds of rice. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Again this year, EPIC members will go to Taos to build a house in the Habitat for Humanity program. In this society, where every spare moment of a child's life is often scheduled in an activity aimed at getting that child into a very advantageous educational environment, Going to Taos could be seen as a subversive activity, but at the very least, it is an act of love. Moreover, it's an act of love of this entire congregation, all of whom support the activities of Epic and Middle Saints in various ways, from prayer to money and everything in between. In a county where 4% of the population goes to church on any given Sunday, participating in a mission trip and bagging rice are distinctly countercultural. Thank you. Deep in the souls of these young people, the calling of God has become irresistible. They are not going to hinder God in the world. Instead, they will follow the beckoning of the Spirit to work on some of the most necessary work in the world the provision of basic, affordable food and shelter. They go to give what they have, energy, time, willingness, and strength, and what their parents have, financial means and emotional support. They go to redistribute the resources of this county and their families and this church to another less affluent place. That is justice. But if that is not also love, what is? And when they go, they carry with them the faithfulness of their parents and their grandparents, the loving nurturance they have had since their infancy, and the hope and support of this congregation. They are the sign of our stake in God's presence here. We have much to celebrate in our youth and family ministry program. We celebrate the dedication and commitment of the Middle Saints teachers and parents and the enthusiasm and selflessness of our youth minister, Willie. We celebrate the generosity of our children and youth in their many services. And when you find yourself watching the news, sick at heart about man's inhumanity to man, remember this. In your church, right before your eyes, there are kids who grew up here, 
absorb your love, your faithfulness, your support, and decided that they would not hinder God. They decided to ignore everything in their culture, was told them to stay wrapped up in themselves, and they signed up for a trip to New Mexico where they will build a house for someone who needs it. I think that's the best thing that could have happened. This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley dot O-R-G. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.